All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham. Resituated now in California and now remotely. My gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bry, and Darren the Parlay Kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal, where's Jerry? <laughs> what's going on buddy i want to talk about that first i'd like to thank jerry ferrara for uh filling in last week as i took a, a vacation i'm gonna be honest with you yours guys the against all odds was the only podcast i listened to don't tell the others don't tell minus three or dave will get very upset but that was the only thing i took off pretty much from social media the whole week and only listened to one podcast and it was and i uh i want to thank jerry and i frankly though i was embarrassed harry first by you hitting him with the turtle right off the bat, turtle this, turtle that, and then the oh. parlay kid begging for a courtside seat. <laughs> Brother Bry was the only one who had any dignity in the, in the 90 minutes, 90 minutes he had, you guys. Uh, I, I, I said uh, Laura Laughlin had a, had a less of a sentence than, than uh, Jerry filling in for 90 minutes. Mike, Joel, you brought it to my attention. What was going on last week? Uh, I, I mean, these guys... Not that they needed any help, but they completely embarrassed themselves. I mean, Parlay Kid, <laughs> Parlay Kid was willing to give one of his sons away in exchange for courtside tickets. Well, he has nine, so. And then, well, and then he got Kevin Connolly involved. He said, "I want to go to an <laughs> Islander game." He, yeah, and, and, I don't know. And he's going to go to Fashion oh. Week with uh, with the other guy from Entourage. He's going know. to. Uh, he's driving to Cooperstown with Jeremy Piven, or something. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Look. Look, I never said turtle. All I said is I loved Entourage. That's it. And no, I got, you said I, turtle rock. You said, let me get this out of the way. Turtle rocked. Well, so can I, I tell you something? Though, Entourage. More importantly, okay. yeah. uh, Jerry had a great green screen, I guess, that was produced. By, yes, it looked he like did. he was in your house. Right. House sitting. And Harry thought he was house sitting in your house. And he was so upset, Harry, that oh, he wasn't stop. asked really? to sit in your house. He was upset about it, Sal. He Why, was Harry? He was say he that, couldn't that, believe that you would ask Jerry to be at your house when oh, you were come away. On, Harry. I so would Harry. That's untrue. That's you, untrue. You, I'd ask you, Harry. You can't fit in this office. You know that. I know. But uh, uh, anyway, it's these very guys small. you can get their uh, you can't can get fit in these, the Archie Bunker chair. That's for sure. You can get their uh, picks every day at extrapoints.com. We'll be giving out picks later. We're going to twice a week now. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Yes. We're taping this on a Tuesday morning. Then we're gonna hit you back on Thursday night. And we're going to do this uh, for a while, the foreseeable future until Harry just drives me crazy. And then we'll just do a, I'll probably just do away with bold shows. But um, there you go. Uh, Extrapoints.com. That's where they give all their picks right now, though. Some of them good or some of them bad. We're going to hear about the bad ones as it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick. And you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. All right, BetX is brought to you by Prop Swap. I know there was a lot. There's been a lot since I left. Harry, let's start off with you. You have NASCAR, you have NBA. What's your bet egg? Yeah, I'm going to go NBA. Um, last week on the uh, ESPN game, second half, I took Clippers, Utah, under 115 and a half points. Now, this is the second night they were playing. Utah won the first game uh, against the Clippers. Clippers had like a 12-point lead at halftime, so I figured, you know what, Utah will just let it go. They'll lose one finally. Um, they they split with the Clippers. That's fine with them. So I just figured the game would go under. Game was flying under second half. Utah couldn't make anything in the third. And with 40 seconds to go, 40 seconds to go, I had a nine, 10 point lead with 40 seconds. In the game was still sitting on like a nine point spread on the game. So which Utah was down, but then Mitchell makes three incredible threes <laughs> yeah. and they score four. They score 21 points combined in the last 40 seconds of the game. When the game's an eight point game in the NBA. Are you kidding me? I see. So you were, uh, you had a cushion of what? 15 points in 40 sure. seconds and they had, yeah. and they scored 21. Yeah. That's the thing. Ideally. And usually you're good there. If a team is up by nine with yeah, 40 right. seconds left, but I guess it's, I don't know. I I've lost and won on any side of this, but if it's a two point game, 
you could easily go to the foul foul line like uh, six times each team. You know, right. uh, I don't know. The, I'm sorry. The thing yeah. is, the thing is, Sal, though, that you have to one of those you have to miss one of those shots. If you make those threes consecutively, three in a row, right? And you will, I guess, foul. Mitchell makes the 35 footer, a 32 footer, and uh, and then that's the foul game was on. Yeah, you have to get to like nine point lead, the team winning with the ball with uh, 20 seconds left, and then maybe they'll let it go. Otherwise, you're it's uh, it's up in the air. You can get 21 points in 40 seconds. I love it. All right, that's a good one, brother Bry. What's your betting? Yeah, Harry Harry's been ice cold lately. Poor yeah. poor Harry. I know it's I know it's I know I know it's killing him. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna go very similar. So I I stupidly. I backed the Hornets last night. That was my extra points pick. I, I had the Hornets getting 12 and a half. Uh, they're up halfway through the third. They're up 11. I'm feeling really good about it. And then the Jazz hit 15 threes over the next 18 minutes. Oh, 15 oh, threes. Man. I mean, they just weren't missing. The bench set a record in the NBA. They hit 19 of 28 threes, the bench. Gorgie, well, I'll call him Gorgeous Yank. Slightly better build than Harry. Goes seven for seven from three. <laughs> after shooting 30% on the year. So, but, uh, you know, I blame myself. I want to get, you know, I just, I assumed after finally breaking their streak, uh, when the Clippers broke the Jazz streak, I figured that was the best time to probably hammer against them the next game. Nope. So I guess this is going to be it for the the Jazz all year. I mean, they're just such a good three-point shooting team. They're never out of it. It was just a, a stupid bet, I guess, by me at the end of the day. I mean, you knew at one point it was Jazz 20-2 to two in the fourth quarter, right? Not not right. a great start. When yeah, getting, it's a start. Uh, 12 yeah. and a half. I mean, they, yeah. there was like a 30-point swing within six minutes. It's crazy. Rough, 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 rough. All right. Well, that's a good one. Parley Kid, can you top that? Well, Brian br- jinxed himself, too, because on another text chain, he was yes, kind of already celebrating the, uh, uh, the uh, Charlotte uh, covering the game. Yeah. Uh, wow, the, he never does that. Mike the pitcher. Mm. So, because uh, he used uh, a Mike the pitcher uh, philosophy or um, – betting principle and it uh. failed so um too bad on that but it's uh, i look ufc I, i'm just it's the one sport that is absolutely just killing me week yeah. in and week out i think uh, as brian pointed out the other day like maybe the, the the last three fights of the night the underdogs all won mm-hmm. uh, i had curtis blades i felt very confident in blades i'm a big blades fan because i think he's He's uh, kind of well-rounded. I think he has the most takedowns uh, of all time for a heavyweight. And, yep. you know, so you were hoping to see him wrestle. Uh, but the first round, he kind of just boxed and kicked and did a really nice job of keeping Lewis at bay. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the one time then in the second round when he tried to shoot. And so, you know, this is a wrestler because both of us have taken crappy like double legs or single legs in our time. If you don't commit to a shot and fully commit, right. it's it's not worth doing, right? Especially against Blades, that guy. Especially against uh, yeah, Lewis. Yeah, right. Uh, Curtis Blades takes like a half-hearted, like he reaches for his leg, ducks his head down, kind of the way Askren came out against Masvidal, yeah. right, and took the knee that one time. Lowers his he, level without any intention of uh, shooting. Really. Like it was kind of just like a reach. We always said, like, don't reach, shoot, yeah, right? Yeah. We, we say that as, as wrestling guys, mm-hmm. and he reaches – and Lewis just, and I was behind you guys. So the text message from Brian had already gone through. And I knew uh, I had lost because I knew Blades didn't knock him out. When right. Brian said something like, holy crap, or whatever it was, I knew right then I lost. And sure enough, I catch up. He's totally out. And you watch the read and you're like, what was he doing? He really just could have probably schooled him. And then Lewis mm-hmm. basically said, I was just waiting for one punch the whole fight. I was just going to wait yeah, for one punch. That's all. That's what he right. That's what he said. I was waiting for one punch. That was all I was gonna do. That you was know, my funny. only chance. He he looked like he wasn't ready for that fight. I'm like, oh, Blades is gonna beat him up here. But he only he only. There's uh, nothing more frustrating, right? For a guy who makes his way wrestling. What was he? Was he a JUCO champion, Darren? And he uh, yeah, and he, yeah. And he shoots once the whole fight, but was still winning the fight. Won the right the first round. Had didn't him, he, I right, think he had right, him right, where he wanted. It didn't him. seem like he needed to wrestle that. That fight. sucked. That sucked then, so bad. Yeah, was, I got to be man, done betting miserable. against Lewis. He's, he's a monster, just a monster in there. Well, he, he is, just he throws he those is. haymakers, and you and you feel him even when uh when he misses there. I want to know though when Brother Bry texts, "Holy crap, how much money we've all lost." Um, not as a result, but 
after a, a, a you know tied into his holy crap text. I'd like to know oh. how much money we lost. I also like to know Harry's record giving picks shirtless, making his video picks shirtless versus when he actually has a shirt on. I would like to see that. These are the questions I'll ask God uh, once I get to heaven. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> who am I kidding? I'm not yeah, kidding. Yeah, you know, you know when you get a holy shit text or fuck like yeah, right. some, something we all <laughs> lost on it or something bad happened. Yeah, exactly. Not good. All right, BetX was brought to you by PropSwap. Hey, smart sports bettors always know where to find the best odds before placing a bet, and that's why smart bettors use PropSwap. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair and then buy it. PropSwap sellers are always willing to negotiate. Good luck trying that anywhere else. Right now, PropSwap offering up to $500 in spending cash when you use the promo code ODDS, that's O-D-D-S, promo code ODDS, and PropSwap will match your first deposit up to $500. Become a smarter sports better today. Go to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. Jim Cunningham, let's hear that song one more time. Bet aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bet It's a bet It's a bet switching the whole hour here with this new earpiece they got me doing they had me doing uh fox bet live from home i did the uh, horrible thing of taking a trip on my week off to arizona we left the, the cesspool of the country la county and they say oh no 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 you must not ever leave la county and then th- just think you're going to come back and go back to work you went out to a nicer place wherever it was in the country and came back so now i'm uh, doing the show from home and i have a whole different setup backdrop everything going on harry even wore a polo shirt so we know well, uh, this is serious. To be yeah. fair, to be fair, Sal, they yeah. if they knew you were with Harry, they might quarantine you for a year. That's right. right? So. <laughs> That's true. We did see Harry. We met him at a pool. He did a he did a, a video with a slide chucking uh, footballs at my son back and forth. Little Harrison all day. They spent an hour chucking a football at each other from about five feet away. Um, it was really something <laughs> to see. We should really make a video of that. But um, hey, lots going on. You know, we want to we want to talk football as much as we can. Who, who are we kidding? There's basketball, there's hockey, there's college hoops coming up. But I want to bet to the future right now. Joel, is that the name we're using for this? We, 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 we're, we're betting to the future. We're taking an event that doesn't necessarily have odds on it, but uh, we're assigning odds and we're going to discuss, right? Bet to the future? Like back to the future, but bet. No DeLorean, nothing. But anyway, subject today is where does Deshaun Watson end up? Put fake odds on this. Does he stay with the Texans at two to one odds? Broncos three to one odds. Panthers plus three fifty. Dolphins four to one. Niners five to one. Jets seven to one. Bears twelve. Pats fifteen. We'll make Washington twenty to one. What the hell does it matter? It's only made up. Um, I read Peter King this Monday, and boy, oh boy, it's really something. What teams were going to have to offer? Like they said, a couple teams made offers to Houston, and Houston didn't even call them back. They're not. It's not even in the ballpark. And then I'm reading this morning that Russell Wilson would fetch three number ones. I don't even know how that would work because I don't think you can trade past 2023 your your draft picks, right? So I guess you could do 21, 22, and 23, and that would be three number ones. But I want to go uh, over with you guys. The t- if it's not the Texans, Denver is all of a sudden become the favorite to land Deshaun Watson. And Brother Bright, you agree that he can go to Denver. Yeah, I like Denver. I like the Panthers. I mean, Denver makes sense just because they've been so desperate, right, for a quarterback. I mean, and yeah, would you trust? I don't know if the Denver's front office. I don't know if I would trust myself over the next three years to find a quarterback. And again, you're looking, you're looking at the la- next ten years, right? And you're like, shit, we have Mahomes in this division for the next ten years. We have Herbert in this division for the next ten, fifteen years, right? Right. So in order to be to contend or at least be competitive in that division for the next 10 years, you need to probably go out and get a guy like Watson because regardless where you're drafting and the draft's a little late, you're not going to get one of those top two or yeah, three quarterbacks. So again, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust the Denver's front office in drafting a quarterback or any of the quarterbacks lately. So to me, you know, defense has never been the issues. You pair Watson with some of their good skill position players that they have. It just makes a lot of sense. And I would think Denver at this point, I know Elway stepped down a little bit from his role, but I would think they're impatient. And again, to, in order to contend or else you're, you're basically just saying next 10 years. Yeah. I mean, we'll be, I don't know. We'll be good after that. Maybe get in it as a wild card and get lucky. Yeah. Maybe yeah, get right. in. Yeah. Seven, but you're not doing anything. I mean, the only way to, for them to contend is Watson. 
All right, Harry, you agree with the Denver assessment? Yeah, I do. Um, look, they have uh, weapons on offense, too. I know maybe he doesn't want to go go to exactly Denver. That's not his uh, ge- geographical location where he probably wants to go. Ooh. But still, you have weapons where in the backfield, Gordon and Lindsey, two solid running backs. <clears throat> Gordon catches the ball plenty. Judy, they drafted. They, they drafted K.J. Hamler last year out of Penn State. This is Tim Patrick led them with six touchdowns. And something that he really didn't have too much in Houston is a solid tight end. Noah Fant's been that for Denver more than anything. And, and obviously, Drew Locke just doesn't seem to be the answer. So maybe Denver might be the play here. Uh, but, Bri, also, I noticed you, you did mention uh, the two other quarterbacks. You didn't mention Carr, though. Oh, yeah. Well, that's his Raiders Carr, team. Two uh. or th- yeah. Uh, who knows with him over the next year or two, but yeah, I'm I'm looking further down the road. I'm looking further well, down the road. I can't imagine he, cars on the Raiders for the next six, seven years. Here's the thing, Parley kid. Now, uh, Denver's obviously had their trouble at the QB position. 2016, as you guys mentioned, Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch. Then 17, it was Simeon, Osweiler, and Lynch. 18 was Case Keenum. 19 was Flacco, Locke, and Brandon Allen. 20 was Locke, Driscoll, Rippon. Lindsay, we didn't list the 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 one guy, the kid from Wake Forest who started a game, right? Or was he in there? That's right. That's right. I don't even know. But it's a two-way street, right? Watson needs to want to go there. And Denver, I don't know. It depends on how the Texans are looking at it, right? Denver, in ter- terms of getting a quarterback back, is a, a not a great deal for Houston, right? So Carolina, you could get Teddy Two Gloves. Um, if you do Miami, you could get Tua. Mm. If right. you do, you know, the Niners, you can get Garoppolo. Your Jets would give up uh, Darnold. I don't know. These are at least uh, established quarterbacks you would get for these teams from uh, from the Texans if you wanted to even throw the Jaguars in there. They have a high draft pick, too. So I don't I don't know that the, the Texans would want to go. I know it makes sense for the Broncos. Parlay Kid, what are you saying? I like the Dolphins here, Sal, 4-1, to one, really for the same reasons as we're just discussing with Denver, right? And I don't know. I, I feel like the Dolphins might have more assets uh, mm-hmm. available for the Texans than, say, uh, Denver does. Right. Um, the Dolphins have done uh, business before with the Texans uh, as well. Sometimes that maybe is a, a different mm-hmm. relationship there. Uh, and I think you could get back to a here if you're the Texans. Maybe, uh, you know, even though I think the Dolphins are probably soured on Tua already a little bit. And I think that's going to want them to make a move. But I think it can appease the fans of the Texans to get some draft picks and basically maybe an up-and-coming quarterback like Tua mm-hmm. that has uh, at least, you know, was a, a at one time a projected number one pick in the draft. So I think the Dolphins can make a move. Here. And I think the Dolphins, too, remember, they got to compete with Josh Allen and the Bills now in that division right. uh, for a long time. And – Aren't the Dolphins really just a quarterback away from really yeah. taking a, a really big step to where they're a major, major contender? Like Denver might add Watson, and maybe they're kind of like the Texans still, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe like a nine-win team, where the Dolphins with Watson, I think, could be like an 11, uh, 12-win team. So yeah. I think for Deshaun Watson himself, the Dolphins make the most sense there. But – I think the Panthers too have to take. You got to put them into play here because it gets the, him out of the AFC as right. well, and it moves him to the NFC. Yeah, it's all interesting. Obviously, like like we said, it has to make sense for both teams. I thought it was very telling. I don't know, maybe it was Peter King. Someone brought it up. If the Dolphins, you would think if they were married to Tua at this point, somebody in that organization would have said Tua is off limits. There's no way we're trading this guy, right? By now, mm. at the end Great of point. February, yep. someone would have said that. We haven't heard that at all. Right. So they're, they're at least no. shopping him. They may have even gone to uh, Houston already. Carolina is my pick right now, uh, but I'm looking at what <laughs> some people were saying. They'd have to give up McCaffrey, Bridgewater, Robbie Anderson, first and second in 2021. Another first in 22. It's like, oh, my God, that seems like so much. Um, that's kind of a division that you could maybe get away with not having the best quarterback for the next 10 years. Right. Matt Ryan's going to go. We know, uh, you know, uh, we, we see what's happening with uh, with the, uh, they haven't even announced what Drew Brees. That's a surprise, right. too, that he hasn't announced if he's retiring either. So um, and Brady is not going to be around for another uh, five or six years. Who the hell knows? I say that, but he could be. But that would be my pick, Carolina. Um, so there we go. We bet into the future. What do you think of that, Joel? We just 
we just went into the future and we, when we bet. We just need a jingle and we're good. <laughs> I think we need a jingle. We need uh, some opening words. Maybe Harry loses the shirt halfway through and we got a, another hit segment on our hands. All right, NBA, let's switch to it right now. Boy, the Lakers keep losing, huh? Without Anthony Davis. I was. Ho- I have LeBron to win MVP. He's still right there about like plus 150. Might be a little low for him at this point. They keep lo- blowing these games. They keep going to overtime too. So the guy can't get a break. He's playing like 39, 40 minutes. Crazy. I think they play like three overtime games in the last two weeks. But anyway, let's discuss. There's some interesting odds on FanDuel of teams to make the playoffs and teams not to make the playoffs. Um, I I think there are some funny ones because I have, uh, you know, our friend Alec is a huge pain in the ass with these Charlotte Hornets. He makes us watch them every night. Uh, Somehow when they're not even playing, we have to watch them and listen and go back and forth two hours, three hours uh, texting about the Charlotte Hornets. But they are currently in first place, right? Or did they lose that last night? I think they're currently in first place. They're tied for first. They're tied for first. That's a crazy division, that Southeast division. But they're minus 215 to not make the playoffs. I think that's pretty fun uh, at the end of February to see that they're minus 215 to not make the playoffs, plus 172 to make it. Now, the idea is they're not going to make it unless they win that division. So you maybe take them just to win the division. But um, interesting numbers on these. I asked the fellas to uh, find their favorite to make it, to not make the playoff odds on FanDuel. Harry, give us a yes. You're, you're staying in that Southeast division. You're going with Joe House's team. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take the Wizards at plus 225 to make the playoffs. I mean, they've been on fire lately. They won five in a row. Bradley Beal's been amazing. Uh, averages 33 a game. He's had 33 or more uh, in five, in those all those five games. Westbrook is leading this team, just going crazy with the ball in, in boards and assists every night. Hachimura's helped out. He gets 14 points a game. And they're, they're only two back of the Bulls. They're two and a half back of New York. And like you mentioned, Sal, in the Southeast Division, from first to last is separated by two games. They're mm. two back. Uh, of that division, so anything can happen. I, I know they got uh, Minnesota coming up in a game too, which should be a win. Plus two twenty five seems pretty good odds. All right, uh, parlay kid, what are you going? Oh, you're, you're you're killing me here. I have the Mavericks on a big parlay to make the playoffs. Yeah. I know they they started off. So I feel like, I feel like they're getting a, together a little bit, but here they're still a couple games out, and you like them to not make the playoffs at plus one seventy two, which if season ended today, you'd be a winner. Right. Well, you're going to have that like playoff, right? The play in right. uh, thing as well. So if people don't really realize that. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I think the playoff format goes where seven plays eight, uh, yes. nine plays 10. The winner of the seven, eight game is in the playoffs. In. Yep. The loser of the seven, eight game plays the winner of the nine, 10 game mm. to get in. So right now the Mavericks sit at in the ninth spot. Uh, I don't I don't see them passing the teams in front of them with the Warriors. I think that, you know, with Curry, basically you're saying, is Doncic going to outplay Curry the rest of the way? I'm not sure about that. And then they're going to pass the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets have too much talent. I don't. So I think they're going to sit in this like nine, 10 spot. Uh, I don't know if you guys have uh, saw today. There's rumors they're looking to get rid of Porzingis, possibly yeah. to the Warriors themselves. Like maybe they're making a deal with the Warriors here. There's rumors about that. Uh, I don't. I just don't think. How long can Doncha carry this team for? I, I just don't see that. Plus one seventy two to not make the playoffs. I think these are really favorable odds. And plus, I don't see, want them to make the playoffs because the Knicks will get to have their first round pick this year. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's the other thing. Well, yep. I'm going against you, Paul. Like, and I'm saying Golden State to not make the playoffs at minus one hundred five. Now they may. This could be fun. They may end up may playing each other. For that yeah. play-in game, right? That that eight yep. nine or uh, whatever it ends up. Uh, Warriors have lost two in a row. They lost to the Magic. They uh, they lost to the Hornets. Oh yes, how can we forget that? They play your Knicks today, brother Bry, Parlay Kid. That's a big game. Then they go to the Pacers. I don't know. I think they they have it a little tough in the next few. It's going to be telling. I think they'll be in the mix right there. They're not going to be out of all the play-in stuff, but I think pretty much at even odds. And by the way, if they do that, poor Zingas. To Golden State, uh, depending on what Golden State gives up, um, you know, I think uh, this this bet is dead on uh, my behalf. There, Golden State to not make it minus one hundred five. Draymond Green getting thrown out of games, costing his team games. I could see the same thing happening. Just kind of you know rooting for Steph Curry stats, but Warriors are a middling um, five hundred team the rest of the way. I would take them at minus one hundred five. 
Brother Bri, you're going, uh, I should have gone to you after Harry because you're going that Southeast division. You like the Hawks to not make it, right? Yeah, the Hawks to not make it at plus 110. I don't, it still seems a lot of love for the Hawks. I've been I've been betting against the Hawks, I feel like, all year. I have them to finish under 500 too, but I don't know. Is Are those odds, they, they beat Denver and Boston two of the last three, but they're still 13 and 17. They lost three of eight. With the way Miami is playing, I think the assumption is Miami's just going to win that division, right? I, I actually the Hornets are up a half a game in that division. So, but the odds are Miami's winning that division. It's really weird because I kind of like Washington too. I mean, they're Washington's only third to last in the East, but they're only three and a half games out of the fourth spot. So yeah, it's pretty good odds for that. It's yeah. a mess. So I feel like even you know you got Washington's been playing better, Orlando's been playing better. Uh, so the division, while it's been really bad, is starting to get a little bit better. This seems like at best a 9-10 seed for Atlanta right now. And then, you know, with the way, you know, it's funny because they're a team against the Knicks. I love the Knicks matching up against Atlanta. You know, even mm-hmm. if that was a playing game, I would love the Knicks in that matchup. But uh, plus 110, I'm just surprised you can still get plus 110 that the Hawks are not a top eight team. All right. Yeah, that's a fun way to bet the NBA. Keep uh, keep track of these to make the playoffs, to not make the playoffs odds. Obviously a lot to go, but we're nearing the uh, all-star breaks. So that's a that's a nice uh, little spot to uh, dig in there. And FanDuel has all of it. They do it. They add excitement to your sports watching experience. Go to FanDuel Sportsbook. There's a reason FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, unique fun bet types like same-game parlays. Exclusive always-on promotions let you know and get to more action every game. If you win, they even get you your winning safely in as little as 24 hours. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Bet a game, any game. FanDuel will refund you a grand if you don't win. If you win, it goes right into your account. You get to keep it. You lose entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. There you go. These guys are going to be betting NBA the end of the show we'll hear their sharp tank picks and you can go right to fanduel.com put those in create a same game parlay with them if you've never done it never gone to fanduel sportsbook shame on you download it right now get started and be sure to sign up with promo code against all odds so they know we sent you that's fanduel sportsbook promo code against all odds all right i want to flex a little here cuz i'm not i don't watch as much hockey as you guys but Right now, I have Austin Matthews for Hart MVP. Now, I don't know how much I could flex. He's he's a runner-up right now to win the award. It's Connor McDavid. Seems to, uh, looks like he wants it even more. But what did I get that, Mikey Meatballs? What, did I get like 13 to 1 or something for Austin Matthews? What could I have gotten there? I think I got it like I think 13. Damashek said 15 to 1 yesterday. He, what, before? Oh, before when you the got season? it. Oh, really? Yeah, All right. I think so. 15 to one's even better. Anyway, Connor McDavid's plus 170. Austin Matthews now, three to one odds. Brad Marchand, 13 to one. This is for the Hart Memorial Trophy, which is basically the MVP of the NHL. Um, all right, Parley Kid, do I have a shot here or you're, you're taking McDavid, right? Yeah, I mean, look, you got a shot here because the Leafs are uh, playing well and Matthews is putting up a lot of goals. But at the same time, um, McDavid... As 37 points in 20 games, Sal. If you yeah. were to kind of uh, multiply this to, to a regular season, I'll put it in a regular season perspective where he were to play about 80 games, he'd yeah. be on pace for about 148 points. Uh, you, like can't go, you can't go by that, though. You can't go by that. <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> and to get him at plus 170 right now on FanDuel, mm-hmm. is ab- it's, I think it's a steal. Uh, when was the last time we saw a guy put up like 150 points in a season? You don't mm. hear about it. And Edmonton's actually winning some hockey games this year. Uh, they really, I don't know what's taken them so long to uh, right. finally win. I mean, they're 12 and 8. They're not lighting it up. But, uh, they, you know, if they make the playoffs and they're, uh, you know, top uh, one of the top teams in their division. And look, here's the difference, too, is playing where he's playing, it's a lot different. When you play in the East, and, and Toronto, Matthews is benefiting from this as well this year. When you mm-hmm. have to play like the teams like in the Islanders division, I'd say, but like the Rangers, and it's a more grittier style of hockey. Where McDavid is playing right now, where Matthews are playing right now, I don't think night in and night out, it's that really gritty hockey play that you get. And McDavid, especially where he is in Edmonton, he's going to continue scoring like this for the entire year. So if you can get him at plus 170, you got to jump on him. 
You got to jump on him. Uh, all right, Harry, help me out here because I think this is my only hope here of uh, banning injury to Connor McDavid, but he might split votes, right, with a teammate. Yeah, he might. Well, look, Leon Drysaddle probably is the most underrated, not just in hockey, most underrated player in all of sports. This guy has put up 100-point seasons back-to-back years, not last year, <laughs> but the two years before. Listen, over 100 points back-to-back years, and the, there is no Connor McDavid if there isn't a Leon Drysaddle. Drysaddle's got oh. 30 points. There's Darren, there's, that's a fair assessment, Darren, because, look, he's got 30 points. He's they've fifth both in won, the league. They've both won this award before. They've both won. He, it. Yes, he's right? underrated. He, he won the Hart Trophy. He, he's nobody won this ever award talks before. about him. Nobody uh, ever I, talks really, about him. People I, I, don't even know about him. Thirty well, points this year. He's fifth in the league in plus minus. McDavid's not even close to fifth. And and uh, Drysaddle's got four game winning goals more than McDavid this year. I, I like Drysaddle. When did Drysaddle win this award? Was it uh, two last, years ago, last, Bri? No, last year. Oh, was it last year. Right. Yeah, short he's, not, he's not winning it back to back. He's not winning underrated, it back to back. Underrated this year. But, <laughs> but here's, just because he but won here's last what year. helps you. You're right, sir. But here's what helps you, Sal. How many times can these Edmonton guys win and this right. team still stinks? Like, yes, right. They got it. They got to be better than than they are. This is this is MVP is the most value. It's really who's most valuable to your team. If your team isn't good. Then you shouldn't be winning this award. So that helps Darren, who do you think's more valuable the to, the, to the? Who do you think's more valuable to the Oilers than Darren? More valuable to the Oilers? McDavid. McDavid is the he's the best player in the league. He's the best player, kind of like the way Trout would be the best player in baseball. McDavid is the best player in hockey. If you were starting a team, you'd start with McDavid. But is this an Anthony Davis, LeBron James kind of thing? Like where you know, like all right, LeBron's winning the award if the except the Lakers are good. That's yeah, all that is good. Yeah. Anthony Davis is underrated, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's underground is what he, he is. All right. All right, brother, Brian, you're going off the board a little bit here, right? Yeah, I'm going to, you know, I, I do think it'll be tough to, I, I do, you know, it's going to be tough to to beat either Hart or Matthews, but I do like Brad Marchand at 13-1. At um, look, he's scoring 1.25 points per game, has scored in 13 of 16 games. He's definitely, he's the best all-around winger in hockey on possibly the best team in hockey, playing in the toughest division in hockey. Like mm-hmm. Parlay Kids said, it is a little bit, uh, it's a, unfair to have this award even in general this year because, first of all, I, I'm going to complain all year because I hate this hockey season in terms of playing the same teams weekend. How could they not have figured out like to take like a couple day break and then play another yeah. group of teams? I feel it's like it's same, like 1925 and they just don't want to get same, on a train and I mean, travel. I mean, we talked miles. about this, right? right? Like yeah. the Islanders, there's a stretch where the Islanders might play Buffalo 10 games in a row. You right. know, that's just how it is. But like part of the kid said, it's a little unfair. Toronto's playing Edmonton, Vancouver, Ottawa. Yeah. Edmonton's playing Toronto, Vancouver, Ottawa. Those are three of the like worst defensive teams, and they are benefiting from it. There so you go. I think you have to take into consideration when you're voting for these guys that that division that they're in, because again, you're just benefiting from a weaker division from the whole year. So I Marshawn at 13 to 1. You know, it's I I'd put a you know a little bit towards that. All right. Let's keep an eye on that. I mean, I just I figured I don't know how much longer I could flex for this Austin Matthews pick. He's runner up right now. So but uh that's as well, good as it gets for me. He did he did Matthews did go from six and a half to one to three to one in like two days over the last couple of days. So. That's right. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Sharp tank, guys. Now we're doing this twice a week. So you're offering people twice as many best bets in addition to the extra points.com bet. I mean, when are oh. they gonna take note, please? Right. Just stay away from Harry's picks and you'll be just fine. But parlay kid, sticking with hockey, you like a parlay that I don't even know that there are odds up for yet. But for your yeah. best bet, I'm gonna we'll have, have all three of yeah. you pick one, and I'll and I'll pick one uh, to jump. Sure, on we're, as well. we're gonna have uh, odds up tonight. Uh, I hit one on extrapoints.com yesterday with the Lightning. Uh, I jumped on that solid. too. Thank you. Good game. Yeah, you, yep. excellent. Well, I've been pretty solid with my hockey picks. I'm getting a little, getting a little cocky here then by jumping on a parlay because. Uh, I've, I, as I texted brother Bry last night, I've probably lost like about 10 hockey parlays in a row where mm. I'm hitting three out of four or four out of five, like on a nightly basis. It's getting ridiculous. And, you, you and losing on, it over time too. And right? I'm, I'm, I'm owing eight. Give you your money back. 25 <laughs> bucks or more. Three out of four. So, it's a special. I'm owing eight in overtimes this year. Owing eight. Yeah. On my parlays. Like, how, like. 
you know, that's a coin <laughs> flip, right? Like I, I go into overtime right. and I've lost every single game that's Crazy. gone into overtime. So let's hope none of these go into overtime. I like these hockey teams. I like good teams coming off losses. I mm-hmm. like it, right? So we got, I'm going to go with the Leafs. And we don't have odds on this yet. So we'll have uh, Michael find the odds later when he, when he puts this up. Okay. And we'll have a parlay, the, the odds set for you. But Leafs home against the Flames. They're coming off a shutout loss to the mm-hmm. Flames. 3 nothing a couple nights ago. I like them to win. The Avs are coming off a loss to Vegas um, uh, last night. They got shut. And now you guys know I've hit this multiple times on extra points. The Avalanche always respond. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, these games are t- these games are tomorrow night, by the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they fit into tomorrow. Uh, so Avalanche over the wild, they're home. The Blues over your Kings, Sal. Oh, the yeah. Blues got shut. All these teams got shut out in their previous game. Wow. I like them all to bounce back with big offensive performances. They're all, right. all ho- playing at home. I like this here a lot. How dare you? Lot. You speak ill of Austin Matthews for 10 minutes and then you jump on the Leafs. Like you could just do that. They're just not getting shut out by the Flames forth. again. They're not getting shut out by the Flames. Well, yeah, they may have to do a little more than score a goal. But all right, Leafs, Blues. Uh, Paula Kid, you're all over the Blues. How many times you bet the Blues this year? Uh, the Blues, I've, yeah, I, there's, they're a team that I lost to on the last second goal a couple weeks ago. Yeah, my bet yeah, eight. The, uh, I bet Arizona. them frequently. Yeah. Uh, and they just don't put up the points they, they should be putting up in some of these games. But I like them to rebound against, though, a resurgent L.A. Kings team, Sal. There Quick, you go. Quick and uh, Brown have been uh, like their old like 2012 selves. Right. Like, like, they signed crazy. all these guys to 20-year contracts. I mean, Brown's they're, like they're your neighbor, too, right? Is he your he neighbor? Is. He like, is. He goes much? to school yeah. with the, the middle kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He doesn't. My, his kid does. Yeah. All right, Harry. Uh, what, what do you like for um for your sharp tank pick? Well, it's amazing. Like, you know, I had uh, for all the losing picks I've been giving out lately, which is yes. an incredible run. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have uh, one of uh, Joe House's guys on Sunday. Uh, I did have uh, Max Homa to win the golf. And that was amazing that I didn't blow that either after he blew that three foot putt to win the, in, on 18. So I pulled that off. So you guys know how much money Harry had on that. It's a weird. I just it's not the amount necessarily. Eleven. It's just a weird, no. like twenty three dollars. I had twenty three at nine to like one. Twenty three, like what? The number, like it just Mike, doesn't. Michael Jordan. Michael maybe. Jordan. No, no. Ryan, Ryan D- David. Ju- David Justice. Darren. David Justice. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's Harry's roulette number, right? Twenty three. Right. It's uh, my football number. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. So, so this week, not the PGA, but the Senior Tour, the Champions Tour, is playing in uh, Tucson, Arizona, the Color Guard Classic. I'm going to go out on a limb here and take a plus 340 to win the tournament. I'm taking Phil Mickelson. He has played in two senior tournaments before. He's won them both. He's from Arizona. Uh, He does have to go up against The field is pretty good this week. (laughs) He has Furek. He has Stricker in there. But at plus 340, Phil Mickelson to win the Color Guard Classic in Tucson, Arizona. I like it. I like that. He's from Arizona. It's like it's February. They play in four states. Every everybody plays in Arizona. But, uh, <laughs> Harry, how many days is that? How many days is the tournament? Is it just a? Is it a short tournament? Three, three, three days. That's good. He doesn't have none. To be fair, he only had twenty three dollars in his account, Parley kid. That's that's why he had, <laughs> could only go that much. All right, uh, brother Bry, waiting on you. What's your best bet? Yeah, um, it's funny. I do like the Knicks tonight uh, getting three. I'm not going to go with that route, though, but I'm going to go the Magic minus three and a half against the Pistons. Magic may be turning the corner. They've won three in a row. They've won four or five. They look really good, actually, against the Knicks that one game where the Knicks look terrible. Uh, they're four and one against the spread in their last five. Pistons seem to be falling apart. Uh, the Pistons have screwed me a few times this year, uh, but they finally feel like maybe they're actually trying to tank. I know they're benching. They've just been benching Blake Griffin, it seems like, mm. uh, just trying to trade him. I mean, Dennis Smith Jr. is is getting valuable playing minutes Whoa. right now, so it's definitely not good for them. So three and a half, still pretty low. I know they just beat them by nine the last game. Uh, the Magic just beat the Pistons uh, two days ago, but I'm, I'm backing them again. All right. Boy, I, you know what? The Pistons have screwed me so I many know. times, too. I just hate it. Uh, we didn't mention the Magic for that Southeast. Uh, Southeast, right? Southeast division. 
Oh, they're 17 to one. How many games out of four games out? Is that all they are uh, from the Southeast? Yeah. No, they're all they're Probably only like a, one. A, a game. Oh, is it one or two? Yeah. 17 yeah, to one odds for the magic. That's not bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, everybody just feel I, from first I guess, to last know, in that division. That's separated by two games. Yeah. They just feel like, I guess, the heat of one, three in a row, right? That I guess. Seven of seven of ten. I guess so. that's what's going on. All right, Brian, I'm gonna, I can't lose another uh, Pistons fine. game. I'm that's sorry. Fine. Harry, I feel like you try to saddle us with Mickelson on the senior tour a couple of tournaments last year, and it didn't work out. Jerry, Jerry picked me last week. That was the winner. What? Jerry picked me last week. That was the only winner. Oh, you with Jerry. Yes, yes oh, he stop did. it. <laughs> Uh, Polly kid, I'm going with you. Leafs, Blues, Avs, mm, Wednesday. Nice. Parley, we'll get the odds for you. Mikey Meatball is going to get that together. Hopefully, there's odds. This Magic game is tonight, right? Yeah, the Magic game is oh, tonight. Oh boy! So you, All right, so we're gonna have um, we may have like an asterisk by uh, the Parley kids Parley odds by the time we get this graphic up. But nonetheless, the Leafs, the Blues, the Avs. <clears throat> this is Wednesday. Bet all three. Bet them together. You win. Do it on Fanduel. That's my sharp tank pick. These guys will be back with more picks. Every day they have picks on extrapoints.com. Thursday night, they'll uh, get you set for the weekend on uh, Against All Odds, our second episode of the week. That's how we're doing it for now on. Hey, reach out to us at CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com. I talked to Damashek about this, this uh, Edwards dunk, this crazy dunk, this posterizing dunk. It's making the rounds. It's a, a few days old now, but... Um, <clears throat> embarrassing. We talked about what's embarrassing for a player. Is it breaking ankles? Is it um, <clears throat> a long pass, a deep defensive back getting beat for a touchdown? What's the most embarrassing thing that could happen to a player? The posterizing dunk is one of them. Um, then we discussed what's the most embarrassing thing that happened to you in organized or otherwise sports. Um, I mentioned in my book, not so much embarrassing, but that I used to return kickoffs with Gino Grazia Day, we made a nice little video out of it. The the coach hated me so much. I was one on eleven returning kicks for the scout team. I had one blocker, and I get crushed. And then um, <laughs> joke was on him because first kickoff <laughs> of the year, Rob Carpenter took it back for a touchdown. Hamilton <clears throat> kicked the crap out of us, but uh, that that's what happened there. Um, I have another embarrassed. I I farted a bunch in a match against Hampton Bay's kid. Lever and he, he admitted there and afterwards that he beat me faster because he was getting sick. So I guess that's <laughs> yes, embarrassing. I remember but that. I've, I've forgotten about that. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you guys, uh, Parley Kid? What was your most embarrassing uh, oh. moment in sports? Well, I I probably have the best one here. I I'm I'm, I'm thinking it's it's Definitely. at least uh, when you hear this, it's it's quite inconceivable. And if you don't know much about wrestling. Uh, it, it might even be more inconceivable. So, uh, it, uh, junior year, Sal, um, I'm like the two seed in the league tournament, maybe three. I'm wrestling the two seed or the three seed, whatever it was. And uh, the the uh, kid I'm wrestling happens to be blind. Nice. Okay? Now, what, what? Look, we're not talking about like partially blind. Uh, yeah. We are talking like 100% cannot see mm -hmm. anything, like nothing, like uh, blind from birth, right? Never has never seen anything. He had the mask too. He had the the like the 12 pound mask, which didn't um, the mask when he, when he, put yes. on, when he jumped like on the scale. Things. It doesn't yes. register the yeah. mask, everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I go, you know, so I'm coach because I actually had a pretty good game plan with Coach Kazaza and um. In the third, it's a zero-zero match going into the third period. I'll get to some specific, a little bit more specific, like how you could lose to mm -hmm. a blind kid. Um, <laughs> and I have a great respect for the the uh, this community. Uh, yeah. I must add when I say this uh, because of uh, the obstacles that they have to deal with and overcome. But you know, so I, I get the one in the third period. So I'm up one nothing, and that really mm -hmm. for me. If you knew me, I could really hold on. If I had a one nothing lead, I could figure it out mm -hmm. a lot. And I get dumped to my back. That was like, his move. Probably with like a minute left. And I I, can't, I, I never get off my back. I lose 5-1. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people don't understand. Like, you go back to school and they're like, you lost to a blind kid? Like, right. like they can't. Uh, nobody can understand that. Like, you. I, and honestly, 
Like looking back, now you have to understand, you know this, that there were certain rules that you had to follow here. Like you yes. couldn't lose grip. Like Jim before the program said, well, couldn't you just run behind him? Right. Like and take and like take him down. As you soon as you broke keep, contact with his wrist, the whistle blew you had, and you to, had to reestablish hand, right. that. Yeah. You had to keep contact throughout the whole match with the wrestler. One so, overhand, one underhand. It, and he 100% had, and right. He had an amazing like keen ability to hear the whistle and snatch. And he even had and that dump the wrists from and the he, wrist. Yes. Once I got the one, mm -hmm. uh, we got up. We have to start again. He grabs my wrists and he had super crazy strength in his hands. Mm -hmm. And he dumps me like fireman carries me to my yep. back, Sal. Yep. And that was my move, actually. Right. Like I, I was the I had a fireman's carry. Dump, right. And I get hit with my own move. Right. And I lose the match to, uh, you know, Matt Saplin, who was a very good. I think he wrestled for NYU even. So that, college, yeah, I mean, so in the likes, arena, it's it's not embarrassing for anyone watching in the arena because they see what's going on. They see the kid's good. He's taking advantage of every opportunity he's given, and God bless him for even uh, entering this this crazy sport uh, without the, uh, the the sense of sight. But um, it's when you get back, right, and and word gets out at, at school that you lost a blind. That's Nobody exactly what it is, and this is right. the first time I'm probably actually even talking about it in many many years. It helps. Like, I don't to talk even think it. Michael yeah. probably knew I lost to a blind. I don't think my kids knew. <clears throat> I wouldn't Michael, talk about it. Michael, you're going to disown him. What what, it's what can you pretty do? Embarrassing. Yeah, it really is. I mean, <laughs> I, no, I, again, I, yes. I, I didn't think I really didn't think Parley Kid was going to bring it up because he has <laughs> he hasn't brought. I mean, I was. I guess I was six or seven when, or I guess I was yeah. seven when Darren, and I remember like yesterday, Darren losing that match, but Darren has not talked about that match <laughs> once in, his, in my life since that has happened. Can I just tell you to, to, to go over how horrible everybody is? Everyone's like, oh, social media, everyone's so much worse than they are as a human being. This, this poor guy, the Saplin, you know, he used all the, the, the rules that were you know, changed to his advantage. He, he used them as much as he could, but a lot of the fans thought he would be stalling, right? Um, yeah, and yeah. They would yeah, boo. Oh, yeah. They were freaking yeah. booing him, Parlay yes. Kid, by the end of like the tournaments. Yeah. It's like, you're booing this blind kid. I, what are you doing? I, you know, I, I saw it happen. Um, you know, we've we've seen it in the wrestling. That's the great thing about wrestling. I saw uh, it is? a kid named, <laughs> a, a pal of mine named Rohan Murphy, who's come oh. cut without no legs. Right, right, we saw right. right. A, we, uh, we saw an NCAA champion from Arizona State. That's right. With one leg, with mm -hmm. one leg, uh, it's yep. it's it's a sport that uh, you can overcome obstacles in, and but still, and then you get still, booed. To this day, I, I don't really, you know, I think it's even uncomfortable to talk about. It. Like, you, but let's we, we could kind of laugh about it now. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I well, lost we laugh about guy. the fact that Harry bet fifty dollars on you. I think that's why uh, that's where <laughs> things went south. Uh, sounds like right. sounds like to me the moral it, story is that wrestling has almost as bad rules as uh, NASCAR does, right, Brian? Oh, yeah, that <laughs> might be if, true. If if anybody has that tape, uh, somebody must have taped that wrestling match because it was in a league tournament. I mean, we have a lot of Darren's matches on tape. Somebody's got to have that. Right? Or, uh, yeah, like, maybe. If somebody I mean, on my own is listening to this, he yeah, no, that's what, it's, it's, that's what it's I'm saying. Up. It's and, well, and people, and, and, and to Darren's credit, Darren by far was the best person on that wrestling team for years, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, so, well, your brother uh, John was on there too. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, <laughs> brother Brian, what's your uh, most embarrassing moment? Yeah, mine's bad too. Um, my like this whole story around it is bad. So, I'm a senior. Uh, three, we're three and zero in football. We're just building up like a, a good program, right? We, we had struggled a few years before three and zero. we're going up against Babylon, who is by far the best team in the league three and zero. um, I was a tight end and, and the coach would move me around, you know, throughout, you know, every week we would kind of change up the game plan, move me around. So early in the game, we had decided, um, we're going to line me up as a tackle eligible. Like early in the game, we're on like our own 40, 35 yard line, maybe. Mm -hmm. And we're going to throw to me from a wheel route. So, um, and we knew it was going to be wide open, right? Knew it was going to be wide open. Um, quarterback hits me, um, probably like 20, 25 yards down the field. I'm running down the field. Here comes the linebacker, probably about the 15 yard line. Uh, the linebacker's coming out to get me. I go to switch the ball in my hands. I drop it. I drop it on oh, the ground. No. I have an, I have basically have an easy touchdown. 
I drop it. But when I go down to pick up the ball, I get kneed in the top of the head. So I get kneed in the top of the head. I immediately hear like my spine crunch. Oh. Um, oh. As as it turns out, my buddy picks up the ball and ends up scoring. So we score anyway. But now, now I'm in bad shape. Now I'm down, right? So, but, and I know like my neck is killing me. So this is not good. But mm-hmm. I decide I stay in the game. I stay in the game for another, um, maybe another quarter. And now I'm out of it though. Because I think I have a concussion. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I'm dropping now. I'm dropping passes. I can't even concentrate. Then I, I, I used to lead with my head a lot back then. And uh, I take another big hit. And now I'm down. I'm down. I'm complaining about my spine. Um, I get. I have to get carted off the field after about an hour of uh, an Ugh. hour of the ambulance being on the field. Uh, so this this whole thing was just. But it started with just a terrible play. And I remember. Meanwhile, so then. I, you know, I'm diagnosed with a concussion, like a bruised spinal cord. They called it back then. Yikes. That's what they, um, but in Monday for game film, like everybody is making fun of it. The coach keeps rewinding it. Meanwhile, oh, no. I'm like, I barely can move. I had to sit out the next game, but they keep rewinding it. Everybody keeps laughing because I just dropped the ball. I get needed in the head. I can definitely, somebody definitely has that video. Um, Brian, oh, didn't need to, Brian didn't need to switch hands either. He could have moonwalked in. No, the I know. Was like, I know that there was that nobody. Was I mean, he was probably 20 yards in front of everybody. That, like it, that was the thing. There was no every, need. And we had a huge crowd there at Babylon that day. Like Ugh. it was just, it was a big game. We actually ended up beating Babylon, which was nuts. Cause I, I didn't even play the and second the fact, half. The, the fact that it was a blind quarterback who threw it to you. Just swept <laughs> under the rug. We're not even talking about that. <laughs> oh man! Oh, that's rough. Yeah, I don't even want to see that. That's a that's a that that sounds ugly. I I, I don't know I was, that people taught us how to tackle the right way. There's a picture of me in my senior yearbook of me making a tack. I guess it's making a tackle. You I'm put your head down. Handler. Head down. My arms back, Paul. Like <laughs> back. Like I'm in a, like a Superman. Spear. <laughs> yes. And uh, that's what we. That's exactly. That was it. How it that's was. how we were taught. Right then. All right, oh, Harry. My. Um, what's your most embarrassing sports moment? Was it was it losing to uh? He'll producer Jim Cunningham in the first touchdown pool. Is that the most embarrassing moment? <laughs> well, I will say maybe it's coming up on, a, I guess maybe, I don't know if it's so it's so embarrassing, but I, I should have done better. I think it's coming up now, Sal, on two years ago when uh, mm. uh, we were all in Vegas and uh, Guinness Book of World Records went around with me and I was trying to make uh, a record of making a wager a at the most. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot okay. of walking, a lot of walking. Okay. A lot of walking. <laughs> had to be, had to be fit for this and I wasn't really ready for it. Um, had to, uh, had to, um, it was NCAA tournament time and I had to get to 74 casinos and make a wager. Uh, I made it to like 52, uh, but 51. Well, it was, (laughs) that's true. It was 51, but there was, it was a couple were in debate, uh, if there were real casinos afterwards or not. So I got, I got pulled from 52 down to 51. You're right. But, um, but, uh, as soon as I was like, it was, Four o'clock in the morning, and the guy who was with me had had enough, and he's a Guinness Book of World Record representative who who trailed me the whole time, and I still didn't do the strip properties yet, um, which would have been easy to bang out another uh, another ten, but I wasn't gonna get to seventy four, which was the record, and I was at like fifty one, and I just said at four forty five right. in the morning, I'm calling it quits. I, I think I I think I walked like fourteen miles that day because remember I couldn't. I couldn't get around except for walking or taking mm-hmm. uh, the bus in town. And every I just don't know that that's a sport. I will have to look it up. I'm not sure. I know it's walking. Well, it was a like, lot of anything walking. you do. 14 is... miles is a lot of walking in one day. <laughs> I get it. I mean, you, you, you I couldn't even meet up with you guys at the pool too. afterwards. I, I, I had to I had to lay in bed. You didn't lay in anymore. bed. You went and gambled afterwards. That's the most embarrassing part of the story for you a little bit. But then I did have to lay down. I was <laughs> after very a full day of gambling. Harry, Harry never once played a competitive sport that something happened then i just don't remember well i don't remember i, I, I know harry's answer school, this is crazy this is crazy <laughs> you may not want to but you as a little leaguer were a shortstop or something uh backing up for a pop fly and you dove for the ball and you got cleated in the eye and uh, you were like cross-eyed for 35 years as a result isn't that true <laughs> see that would have been better yeah that's right. pretty fucking embarrassing that, <laughs> pretty that embarrassing, I think, is your right. answer not walking to a casino <laughs> I don't know. All right. Elk's, uh, base, Elk, Elk's base. Elk's little league baseball. You're right. <laughs> He's you got it fixed. Can we get that center fielder on the podcast, Joel? Should we set it up? Can we get him? Eric Manali. 
<laughs> Eric Manelli. All right. Uh, I don't know that anyone's <laughs> listening anymore, but Joel, you had a funny one too that we uh, you told us off air, but uh, let, let these guys hear it. Uh, the Zicoli brothers are going to be extremely embarrassed. Uh, I kept the statistics for our high school sports teams because one, I wasn't good enough to play on the team, but two, I wanted to get out of class, obviously. <laughs> so I kept the statistics uh, and I was friends with a lot of the athletes and uh, senior year of high school in, in gym class. I was, I was friends with the quarterback, uh, James, James Cowart, uh, uh, got recruited at Pitt and we played football on, on a blacktop tennis court uh, with uh, a tennis fencing all around it. And he tells me to go long. So uh, this is my big chance. Uh, he's going to, he throws me a, a perfect high arcing pass. I'm, I'm looking back, you know, like you're, you're taught. I'm looking back at the ball. I, I bring in the ball. I catch it for a touchdown, whack right into the, the steel fence. Uh, my teeth fly out. My two front teeth fly out. Uh, there's blood everywhere. Uh, at least I, I thought I made the catch for a touchdown from James Coward. Uh, but coach Larry Nyberg goes like this. <laughs> uh, says no touchdown, no catch. He didn't hold on to it. I'm completely uh, black. I see nothing but black. I'm seeing stars. And uh, Eric Dash, who I've known since uh, preschool, walks over to me and he goes, uh, I found one of your teeth. <laughs> there you go. So you should have worn it as a necklace. That's a, that's quite a, oh, a badge. Man. That's a badge of honor. I was, I, I saw no tooth fairy. I was too old to get money. And th <laughs> to this day, these two teeth are fake. And, uh, wow. That that's that's, that's, that's a good one. That, do yeah. you think you made the catch? It's a, a shame. Replay wasn't available back then. Right. Uh, I, 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 that's why I knew this is why I kept the stats and, and, and didn't play. And, uh, uh, it was a little stat yeah. book. Still not Remind as ath uh, athletic as Harry. I'll never be. Reminded me of like why Harry didn't choose like when he dropped Vince Young's pass when he got. Oh, that's right. Oh, I was embarrassed. I was shocked that he didn't. Uh, Darren, don't yeah, go there, Darren. Same don't thing. Don't go there, thing. Darren. Incomplete. Incomplete. I mean, we we have a you know I don't I don't know about Joel's uh, gym coach there, but we have an actual professional guy who gets paid to decide these things. Dean Blandino weighed in and said. No catch. So no catch. I think uh, I think that's right. All right, we've done uh, we've done enough uh, damage here. Um, Parley kid, you're at the chalk talker. I'm at the chalk talker, Sal. Um, football starting here next week. So high school football. You know, we we might yeah. get it too. We find out in a, like an hour nice. if we get if the high schools have like a, a four game season or so. It might be as many yeah, as six games. We're playing like so. a six seven game season. My actually, my son Maddie in his last home basketball game last night scored his career high. Whoa. He dropped dropped eighteen last night. Hit six threes. Sal six threes. Nice. Wow, nice for Maddie. Pretty good. First job, son Maddie. Maddie. So congrats to Maddie. My, my godson. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Uh, and a giant and a New York Giants fan. And he's a Giants right. fan. He's the one non-Cowboys fan in the family. Harry, uh, good for him, by the way. Harry uh, at AAO Harry on Twitter. Yeah, AAO Harry. Also, bestbetcorner.com. Check out my articles. Me and Parlay Kid. Uh, uh, our podcast as well. So check that out too as well. All right. And at the brother Bry for brother Bry. Bry, we're doing something tonight. We're doing this. Uh, yeah. Our buddy Toby put together this props thing. I don't know. This could be great. This could be the greatest pool created, or it could be something we want to run away from uh, immediately. But basically <laughs> you take, you do a draft, a snake draft, and you do futures between now and July. Am I explaining it right? So you could have, you could yep. have Lakers to win the title, or you could have your, your first pick could be Dustin Johnson to win the Masters, or it could be um, Mike Trout to lead in home runs by the All-Star break, right? Like, it, yeah. it runs the gamut. All different yeah. sports, horse racing, Kentucky Derby, you name it, Wimbledon, it's all out yes. there. Soccer, there's a lot. Yeah, and there's different, you know, at the first round, you're allowed to spend X amount, second second round, yeah. is X, it's like 300, 200, and then you, it's 1,000 total. But yeah, there's definitely different strategies that, I'm I'm curious. Cool. I, I think you have the ninth pick out of twelve. Yeah. I'm curious what the first eight do. I think that'll set up because yeah, once you get past a certain point, there's no point taking some of those favorites. So just yeah. take Leon yeah. Dreisidel. 
<laughs> under, under will that even under be yes i guess that'll be determined by then yeah i guess we'll figure <laughs> out all right well we'll send out the rules uh depending on if we like this or not our, our friend toby uh, set this up and it seems like like it should be fun seems like we're just going to spend all our time doing this for the rest of uh eternity uh jim cunningham the the eyes are ones people can catch you on uh twitter as well right yes sir at jim cunningham and the eyes are ones there you go that'll do it for another episode of against the odds watch fox bet live monday through friday 5 p.m eastern follow us at extra points pod and me at the cousin sal on twitter for the degenerate trifecta and heel producer jim cunningham i'm sal saying so long and happy handicapping Nine.